0: Hello there and welcome to the Alstein Film Podcast where we talk film, TV, games and all that jazz that there's no tomorrow. This week we're talking about The Avengers for its 10 year anniversary. My name is Tom wow. and as always I'm joined with my co-host John. I know it's been 10 years, it's crazy. Yeah, it's surreal actually, you know, like
1: we got to 10 years of The of the Avengers. You can see how much has changed in the MCU. In that time when The Avengers came out it wasn't merely the MCU. Oh yeah, it's so crazy isn't it
0: yeah yeah i mean this yeah. this film really was the make or break of the mcu you think about like the dceu it broke apart due to the failure of justice league like if this film had failed we wouldn't have an MC- i don't think we would have an mcu in the way that we know it now it would if it was still going at all it would be come something completely different and i really think this really kicked the mcu into a, into a household name what did you think I know that you, you, you've you watched it more recently than I have because you watched it last year, but coming back to it.
1: Yeah, it was very different to you know like you, when you're watching it when you're younger because it's these superheroes that are coming on screen all together and it was really cool. It felt a lot shorter this time because you know, like what everything that's happening and there was like this bit in the film where it's just like everything just paused for a minute and then we got to about New York, you know, like when we got Coulson dying yes. um, in the film. But did he die? Oh, well, You will have Ooh. to find out in the Ooh. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
0: Yeah. Is it's okay. Agents of- I feel... I- I've heard... No, I-, I-, I didn't watch Agents of Field after season two, maybe, but I've heard that apparently it's a different universe. Oh. Is that is that true? Because I know that you've watched it. Is that true?
1: Oh, that's very hard to argue, to say it's a different universe, because in the first and second seasons, they had the same events during yes like yeah i remember Saw. season
0: one season one ends with the fall of shield and 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 everything in, in winter soldier doesn't it yeah it does talk about winter soldier and everything that's happening
1: and then so there was a the sword bit as well yes with cis yeah and they had to just keep controlling the episodes so like okay we're gonna release it for that time slot <laughs> And it was very weird when, you know, the film came out and then everyone was just had to keep the episodes in time. And then it was a bit weird when you thought, oh, are the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. going to appear in this
0: film? No, it's... No. <laughs> it's just, it's um, in their own TV show. But I remember before, and, and, I, and I I do think that the general consensus is that the, the Defenders shows and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, and, and Humans, they aren't considered to be part of the mainline MCU canon. But I remember when Age of Ultron came out, all I was thinking is, oh yeah, no, no, Colson's going to be in it. They're going to bring back Carlson, and he's going to bring the team together for some reason. But it definitely was a, a bold choice not to do that after they'd have they'd killed him off and made this big thing. But I have to say that anyone who listens to this podcast will know I'm fairly critical of the MCU. I think it can be so much better. And I'm I'm also critical of the yeah. There there are so many things that I want from it, and I want to say wholeheartedly, one hundred percent. This film is what I want the MCU to be. I had so much fun. Like, genuinely, Mm. it was an out-of-body experience for me Rewatching this film. I felt like I was back in the cinema in 2012, and I was so happy. I cannot express how much I enjoyed this film and how much I think that the MCU never got close to this level of filmmaking. Oh, the phone. Oh, uh, I just... just um, you the, keep talking. Just, I'll just uh, you important just keep talking. important I business. Know what's but I think that this really is like the pinnacle of the MCU, and I'm I'm so happy with it. And I want to start off by saying, okay, just I'm like oh, he's back. <laughs> I want to say I want to say very quickly, I don't like Joss Whedon, just as a person, I, I, yeah. he doesn't seem to very nice allegedly. But I have to admit that even though this film is directed by him, it is amazing. And it's important to note that he isn't the only person, you know, who put this together. So, you know, in praising this film, I am not praising Joss Whedon whatsoever, but yeah, damn, good. I loved this film. It's so good. It's so yeah. good.
1: Yeah. And it's very weird, you know, like, this is the same guy who did Justice League and you're just like, oh, oh, okay. That, because yeah, you don't want to like ruin the fun of the film. You just don't want be to be that guy. Just like, hey, hey, buddy, you know that guy who directed this film? He directed this and he's not a very nice person, allegedly. <laughs> so, yeah, you just don't want to ruin that. But it is an amazing film, this. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I think that something that these days in the MCU, we've got so many characters, and especially in Infinity War, you've got so many different storylines and so many different. You know people that they need to juggle in terms of screen time and relevance mm-hmm. to the plot and their own character arcs and I feel that like this film does it purposefully. Every single member of the team is so well realized. I love them all. I know that at the time there's obviously that oh Hawkeye's lame. I don't feel that. I think that every single member is so well realized and some of yeah. the best iterations of them all. These days they're basically all variations on the same quippy, egotistical character. Obviously obviously, it's all variations on that but I feel like it all strays from this comedic point of view but in this I love the distinctions I love that you know Tony Stark he's extravagant and he's like the funny one but then you got Steve Rogers who speaks like he's from the 40s and Thor is like from like a Shakespearean kind of like otherworldly thing like him and Loki both speak in this very specific kind of like Doth Doth you know, kind of thing, like it, it's beautiful, and then you've got and <laughs> you've got Bruce Banner. No, <laughs> does mother they know wear you her wear, wear her drapes? Oh, yeah, <laughs> like. And and you've and then you've got like, the different ways that, that Bruce Banner and, and Natasha Romanoff and Clint Barton, all these different people speak different ways and they feel like that they are different worlds all coming together. And I think that is the beauty of this. This is a time before the MCU really cracked down on its formula and began to squeeze the characters through the same funnel. And I love that they're so different. I think that this is some of the best iterations of these characters. I think it's so good. Yeah,
1: I agree. And, you know, as you look later on in the MCU it can be a bit hard to like juggle with most of these characters you know like with the motivation arcs are they two-dimensional or three-dimensional as they go along but there's this is a perfect example of like how to show very different characters showing their like experience and character dynamics as well and it's the best iteration I agree so yeah,
0: I was very pleased about that when I saw, oh yeah, they're
1: three-dimensional, they're like different else.
0: Absolutely. I think it's it's worth fair it to say that Iron Man is the main Avenger in this film. And obviously a lot of MCU comedy is so insufferable, but I think the point here is that he's being insufferable. What I love so much about okay. him in this film is that he pushes everyone's buttons. Obviously, there's the amazing scene where they all argue and the camera follows the conversation around before turning upside down with the scepter kind of looming over them. It's beautiful. The cinematography in this film, Um, Yes, I love him as a character and the way that, you know, meeting like Steve, for example, somebody who his dad would never shut up about, like he's meeting Steve and Steve just says, actually, you're nothing. You only fight for yourself. You're not a team player and don't care about like the actual threat here and to take that inner conflict and have him resolve it at the end proving himself by taking the nuke into space and sacrificing himself is amazing you know Jarvis yes. says this is a one-way trip and he's like oh no uh, I think Steve says it's a one-way trip and Tony's like yeah but yeah you know, I've got to do it and I just think it's <laughs> I so do it. <laughs> well realized yeah he's, he- I I think that, you know, taking him from his two appearances in Iron Man and Iron Man 2, it's a really, really good progression. And I love how they then take that further in Iron Man 3, for example. Oh, Iron Man 3, that's a really good film. Years I was like, oh, okay. But then when you
1: go into it from, you know, taking fun Avengers and put it into Iron Man 3, you know, he has anxiety attacks and, you know, uh, everything about it. And that is great character progression. But then Mm. it kind of gets lost.
0: What I love about Iron Man 3 is that it is directly reactionary to what happened in Avengers. And I feel like a lot of the MCU films almost miss the point of a big crossover. Like, yeah. I, to me, a crossover should, should like you know, shake the world of these characters and in their next appearances should be reactionary to that. And I feel like Iron Man 3 is the best example of that until you get to Endgame, when I feel like the films that came after Endgame and the TV shows have done really well in reacting to that Um, and I think that this film kind of acts as a way to it changes every single one of the main heroes and Mm. I really think that that is a great way to then kind of use that as a diving board off especially when you've got someone like Captain America who has to just adapt to a new world and again just I just love what they do with him in this film I love that he's like, oh, yeah, the world has changed. And then he realizes, well, no, it hasn't. But it's people like the Avengers who who will always be there. I think Cap gets his opportunity to win a war in this film. And that moment at the end when Tony wakes up and he says, oh, what just happened? And Cap just looks up and he says, we won. It's such a cathartic moment because he Uh, didn't get that. And the the beauty of the ending of First Avenger is that he comes out and and he's in this totally different world. And the only thing he cares about is I had a Uh date, I lost everything, I lost my life. And you get to see him regain his own sense of purpose. At the beginning of the film, you see him just alone, punching that punch bag in what is such a good, like the way they introduce all the characters in this film.
1: Mm. Oh my
0: God. I like, it just made me so happy. Like when Fury speaking to all the council and the council are like, you really think these freaks and monsters can win a war? And and Fury's like, no, they're won by soldiers. And then it cuts to Cap, like punching the punch bag. Like, that's just cool. That's just yeah. like, this film takes itself seriously in a way that they just, they, they don't do enough these days. And I, I love it so much. Yeah, great
1: openings to characters, especially Hulk, because, you know, it was must be a really hard transition from Edward Norton's Hulk. And then Mark Ruffalo's Hulk, and he did a really good role uh, playing that as this very nervous scientist who gets angry easily and turns into this green, huge monster. But, yeah, yeah, it's a great iteration of the character as well, like the opening. You know, at the beginning, he was trying to help sick people, you know, trying to be far away from the public eye. And, uh, and yeah, it's visual storytelling was kind of key in this, you know, like how, you know, like when cat box in the punching bag and then you got tony stark who's building the the stark tower mm. very stark and yeah. then you got black widow who's trying to do her
0: job you know just fighting and then who else you have thor who comes in a little bit later uh, they kind of they don't all unite at once which is pretty cool they kind of like gradually build up and i think that that's important you know for the for yeah. the plot not to feel completely overstuffed already obviously this film keeps hawkeye as this antagonistic character throughout. And I love that because the film, in, instead of saying, okay, we're going to give Hawkeye a backstory and we're going to completely develop him, they say, no, instead, we're just going to make him an antagonist so his stake in the final battle can be revenge against Loki and also a chance to prove himself a hero. And I think that he's so cool. Hawkeye's so good in that final. like yes. Just like when in, in there's a moment in the final battle that I've always loved where Thor, like, he drops down and he says, I haven't finished business with Loki. And Hawkeye's like, yeah, get in line. And it's like, oh, he's going to absolutely. And the fact that like at the end, when they when they all stand in front of Loki and Hawkeye's got his, like got an arrow right to his face, <laughs> I think that just so many of these things, the sincerity of it, when we talked about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy, we talked about uh, how sincere it is and how it doesn't care about taking the piss out of itself. But instead, it takes itself so seriously while still being comedic. And I think that that's, that's what this film does in spades. I love it. I love how I can laugh at it, but it's not laughing at itself. And I feel like when they, when they begin to laugh at themselves, that's when I begin to feel a bit of a disconnect these days.
1: <laughs> Sorry. just Exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, the score. Alan Silvestri. Oh. Like, every time... Like you hear that score and it brings a on this nostalgia, you know, like to hear that and then just like wow, mm. you know, when the opening minute's like, sir, what are we gonna do, and oh. then Nick it Fury's is like, <laughs> we're we gonna do with this. The, the, I didn't yeah. know what's it. The- yeah, he's like
0: that. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's like he's, like, he's like, as of right now, we're in, we're, we are at war, and and Carlson's like, what do we do? And the the camera pulls in. On Fury as he looks into the middle distance and and the music's building before you you smash into the dun 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 it like just amazing yeah. I agree with you hundred percent I love how yeah. apart from that opening scene they don't use the main Avengers theme once and, oh yeah like they use little variations on it and I think that's so cool because just the moment where Hulk begins to walk away the music begins to build uh. Like just slowly, yeah, Yeah. so good. That's my secret cap. I'm always angry. And we (laughs) keep on building until he collides with the beast. And then it keeps on building and building until they're all in a circle and you get that amazing theme that is now like so famous and they use it in so many of the films and yeah just that just that moment is like even watching it at home like I wasn't in a packed cinema but I was just squealing because I really think that the film uses it what was that I, <laughs> yeah that was me it just it's not home just but no th- oh, okay, that is okay, that's it.
1: even worse
0: that's even worse you, you go like oh, sorry, I oh I my just... god I was I was a mess I was about to cry like I think that a lot of what I love about this I- film, because obviously you didn't watch this at the cinema when it came out. I think a lot of the reason why I like this so much is because of nostalgia. I can't lie. This really oh, true. Can't argue, really can't argue hit no, it, it really made me feel like I was nine years old again and when I went to see the film the first time, I saw it three times at the cinema because I loved it that much. Um, but the first time I saw it at the cinema, I ran out of the cinema when Bruce begins to turn to the Hulk because I was so scared and I was peeking behind like the wall like watching him, like really scared. And I just think that th- there's so many things that this film just changed. Like I came out of this film and I was like, oh my God, superheroes are my life now. And I, don't, I, I don't, if it wasn't for Avengers, I really don't think I'd be into film just in general as I am, as much as I am now. This film means so much. Like we could be we could be doing Doctor Strange this week, but no, I was like, we're doing Avengers because it's the 10-year anniversary. Oh, hell I'm yeah. not missing out on this. And i I loved every second of it. it ah, it's yeah. so good. It's a bit weird, you know,
1: like you got this, you know, legendary team in Avengers. And then you can you can you kind of see it in Age of Ultra. There's like one sequence that actually showed that was when or oh, the Avengers was like circling around the button that was going to crush Sokovia yeah and yeah, uh, drop it down and that was really cool like the slow motion camera just like getting all that and that was that was the one sequence that really showed that and then well Infinity War it's Thanos's film so I can't
0: mm. argue about that yeah, and then Endgame
1: true. Endgame was the Paul scene but yeah
0: the time travel heist was just oh okay I mean okay. I can't argue that the Avengers films all have amazing like big Crowd pleasing moments, you know, you, as you say, the way they're fighting around the button in in Age of Ultron, in Infinity War, where Cap enters like from the train, and when oh, Thor arrives on Wakanda, yeah. just brilliant moments. And I, in Endgame, I'm 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 immensely critical about Endgame. One day we will talk about Endgame, but this oh, no. the portal scene is oh, no. amazing. <laughs> like just the. Just the build up, uh, just the, the the pan across. Like, it looks like trash, but the like, just the idea is so good. And the fact that we finally get Avengers Assemble and we get the main theme in its biggest, most bombastic form. That's very nice. That's very nice. And it's all set up from this film right here. Yeah. And uh, it's, I just, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, nothing will
1: beat Avengers. We loved it. It just brought back so many memories talking to my friends about like Avengers like what was um, the possibility going to be and then many years later you showed me the big plan for Marvel and Empire I remember that magazine that you showed me yes
0: it had the whole timeline of like what's going to happen yeah I mean as I said Avengers came out and I was like okay this is my life I'm going to watch everything I'm going to read everything I'm going to just like I'm just going to marry myself to Avengers and I completely did. And this film brought me back to that. Like afterwards, I was jumping about my house, just like, ah, like just so happy because I was expecting to not like it. I was like, you know what? I haven't watched it in three years. It's, I don't think I'll enjoy it. I just, I think that I'm over these films. But no, I just had such a good time. There's so, like, and they also really bring the emotions. Colson's death is such a gut wrenching moment. And the way that, It affects them all. You know, Thor, he approaches his hammer, he puts his hand out to it, and then he closes his fist. Like, he doesn't even know if he's worthy after what, like, he's let happen. You know, like, Fury shows Cap the bloodstained trading cards, and he's like, you know, I guess he never did make you sign them. Like, the whole film shows them, like bonding with Coulson and Coulson being this just really sweet guy and, and really like good person and it all comes to a head in this scene that then manages to invigorate them like you know when they all like suit up and like you know Thor picks up his hammer and Iron Man fixes his suit and stuff like that and it all comes together and even Coulson says it as as, as before he dies this is never going to work if he didn't have something to avenge it's just amazing it like I have such a grin on my face right now just thinking about how how good it is. I uh, Yeah. Ah, it's so good.
1: There's one bit that I really liked was when there was the camera just like uh just like showing what the other members of the Avengers were doing. So like what Hawkeye was doing, like shooting mm-hmm. arrows, mm-hmm. and then you've got Captain America and Iron Man using the shield to like slice those um I'm Chitauri. I <laughs> Chitauri, oh my God, Chitauri. And and then you've got Thor and Hulk just battling on that beast. So yeah, that was really cool. And then he just punches Thor. <laughs> and...
0: Yeah, I mean, like, absolutely. I think that is one of my favorite shots in the film. Just a continuous follow through. What I love about the Battle of New York is you know where everybody is uh, the whole time. Hawkeye's on the roof, Iron Man's in the sky, Hulk is like mostly in buildings, Thor is also in the sky, Black Widow is either down below like flying on the things or on Stark Tower and Cap's down below and they use that geography so well in that scene where everything goes through and what I love about the battle of new york something that they're not doing in mcu movies these these days but looks like they're doing in doctor strange multiverse of madness is there are people around there are citizens they have to save people that like they are heroes and that's what they do like there are just such like when um cat black widow and hawkeye crash and they're all like like cover taking cover and 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 cap's like he's like hawkeye can you help us with this and hawkeye's like captain It'd be my genuine pleasure. <laughs> and he starts shooting, like it's, and then Cap, like, runs on the bus and the bus flips him, and they have the little Captain American music thing. And oh my God, this film is just so many layers of perfection to me. It just does so many things right. It hits every, like, Loki, what a villain. They take well, what they villain, have of him. Yeah. Yeah. They take what they have of him in. Thor and they take that to the next level his want of vengeance and his targeting of earth his need to to be seen as a ruler to be seen on top of everything and he's got the the horns and he just like Tom Hiddleston plays him so well there are so many iconic moments like when he makes everyone kneel for him or when he has that conversation with Thor when Hulk smashes him about There are just so many amazing moments that are character defining and like are just still hold up so well. Ah, oh, so many emotions uh, to that as well.
1: One thing that was really annoying
0: was that they could
1: have used Coulson's death later in the films, like to you know reflect you know what brought the team together. I think.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think it's ever mentioned again oh. since after this film, and it's such a shame because again, one of the great moments when Tony is threatening Loki, and he's like. There's no version of this where you come out on top because if we can't protect the world, you can be damn well sure we can avenge it. And obviously, oh, throws him out I. the window and and the Mark Eight comes out and he and he, he shoots up and he says, and there's one other person you pissed off. His name was Phil. And like you just get just that beautiful moment of catharsis and revenge, like literally an avenger avenging. I think it's, it's just so good. So good. I think that just ah, just it's just a good film. It's just a really Uh, good film. I I agree. (laughs) I can't. I can't. I just. I find it so difficult to critique this film. However, I do have critiques. They're all nitpicks, but they do. So I think that the CGI isn't always there. I mean, you know, it doesn't. I mean, I don't expect it it to be perfect, but it's not always there. Sometimes distracting. And well, I mean, it's in two thousand eleven, so two thousand twelve. So... It's 10 years, John. It's 10 years ago.
1: Oh my god. When did... that okay, so right. if,
0: if you didn't watch it at the cinema, did you like watch it that same year or did you watch it like a couple of years I later?
1: Think I watched it in
0: 2014 or 15. Okay, cool. Cool. Oh my god. So yeah, it's I mean it really, it really has been. I mean, you think about how much has changed since then. It is just mental. Um, but yeah, I, I do think there are a couple of moments where like the comedy that I don't like in these films does begin to show itself. I, uh, you know, I think that this film definitely, Kevin Feige saw what worked in this film and was like, okay, we'll okay. do that forever. And they really did uh, just do that. And I, I think yeah. that's, that sometimes that doesn't work. And, and yeah, it, it drags a little bit, just a little bit. I feel like the pacing is very strong, but, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's a little bit, it's just a little bit not. But, but yeah, I yeah. mean, I just, I just, I, there's just so much here that is like i also think this is the best mcu hulk i think that this film really understands oh, no. bruce banner like when he talks about like getting low and, and putting a bullet in his mouth and letting the other guy spit it out it's so good the way that they portray him and just like and then they keep the secret of oh, how is he managing to to keep this in until as i said before the reveal that he's always angry just really clever elements i really have no idea how they did it so well and how it remains so good even today. I think this held up so, so bloody well. Yeah,
1: just memorizing all the times that, you know, the MCU has come for a very long way from Avengers, and now we're on to Doctor Strange, Multiverse Madness. Multiverse? Jeez. (sighs) And then you Tesseract. Oh, yeah, the Tesseract. That was a cool idea, you know, with Mm. Loki using the Tesseract to control people. But then it started the idea of the Infinity Stones.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. it's a really, it's a really good retcon because it was originally, it, it's not the space stone here; it's the cosmic cube from the comics, and I think it's, it was really cool that they eventually decided, actually, it's the space stone, and they managed to tie it into the Infinity Saga. Oh, story wow, line.
1: that's that was a
0: quick move and smart. Yeah. Mm. That was, wow. Yeah, good. I mean, <laughs> hey, one of the most iconic end credit scenes as well, where uh, oh, the other yeah. is, you know humans, to, to challenge them is to, is to court death. And Thanos turns and he smiles. And obviously I think what they were going for is the whole Thanos is in love with death thing from the comics where death like is like an actual, is this, there is a physical embodiment of death. But I think that just, I remember when I went the cinema and I was like, it's Red Skull. And obviously I didn't know who Thanos was. And I think from there I found out it was Thanos. Oh, yeah. I, bought, I bought this, infinity Gauntlet omnibus you've seen it it's 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 like yes. a thousand pages I didn't know long how you got this it's bigger
1: than one of my berserk volume <laughs> among this thing
0: and it's a it's lot expensive lot bigger Om- yeah. yeah it was expensive but it's it's a really strong i think it's a really good story like seeing thanos collecting the infinity stones and it's basically infinity war really but the avengers win at the end of the day instead of losing so so bad but they do have the snap and all that and yeah it, it it's it was it was Wait. really cool
1: I have a question that I don't mind getting spoiled. So how did they get everyone back? It's different, isn't it?
0: Um, okay, so this is something that I thought they were going to do in Endgame, but they didn't. Is that when everybody went, they got trapped inside the Soul Stone. Now the Soulstone, Stone, it wasn't on Vormir, like it isn't in Infinity War. It's actually inside Adam Warlock, who uh, will be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Whoa! Um, but he is like a uh, like a like an entity that was that was created. I've I've got I've 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 read his complete collection as well. It, it I think I think he's really cool. Um, he has he, he has adventures with Gamora and Pip the Troll in the comics. Um, and he has run into Thanos as well. But like, so they all go inside there, and he's also in there because they because that to, in order to get the stone, Thanos had to trap him inside the Soul Stone, and he eventually he essentially frees everyone, and so they all come back being released out of this, it's it's so like cosmic and weird and it it, it really works it's a lot more interesting that, than what they did in, than what they did in endgame to be honest but there that we go. sounds really interesting it reminds me
1: of crisis and infinite earth's um comic yeah, a bit yeah like what were they gonna do with specter in that one and that was like oh my god that was crazy i wish they could have done that because you know that would be a really cool introduction of adam warlock and that oh that that could have been a really cool fight with I um, mean, more
0: like I, I, I always thought that that is what they would, that's what they were going to do um, to have just all the heroes trapped inside the Soulstone. But obviously, they didn't do that. And it's a, it's a shame. But maybe audiences weren't ready for that yet. I mean, you think about this film, just an alien invasion is such a big leap already (laughs) like it's it it really was like a a, a big thing for them to do and I think they executed it really well obviously you've got classic 2010 Skybeam baby like but it is really I think the whole alien invasion the way that they tie it in with the nuke that ends up coming into the city it's already cool and a lot of time in team-up movies just fighting an army is kind of boring I think it's boring in every single one of the other Avengers films which is why I love it when they're, everyone's fighting like one person like Thanos. Like, that's so cool. But I think it works in this film because Loki can't fight to save his life, especially not against people like the Hulk. Like when Hulk just like smashed him about, it's iconic. It's amazing. But but yeah, like I, I do think that them all fighting the Chitauri is really cool. And as I say, it gives them opportunities to save people. And that final, one of the final parts of the film, you see all these news reports you see people who love the Avengers, people who hate them. Stanley's cameo, what a cameo! Superheroes oh my God. in New York. Give me a break. It's it like it's what it's such a good cameo, one of his best. And I love that that immediately frames what the Avengers have done, and that you know it's not going to be an easy road forward. But as Nick Fury says at the end, they'll come back because we'll need them to. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's what a what a film. I feel like I've just been gushing. For half an hour, just like, oh my god, Avengers is so <laughs> and, and then good. Trying it to is. Add in some
1: stuff, and then just like, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great film. Um, I feel so strongly about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Be passionate about it. Um, cast, great cast um, in this. You know, with Black Widow for Iron Man, Hulk, Nick Fury, Phil colson and then yeah,
0: <laughs> just. What, I yeah. don't know what to
1: say because you just got everything that I got out. Like, wow. Uh,
0: wait, I'll um, there's got, wait, there's got to be more. I'll, I'll, I'll think of something. Oh, okay. Uh, what about the scene where they have to like fix the helicarrier? Ooh, that's very good because that was that the first kind time of middle action sequence. Teamwork. Yeah, we got we see the
1: teamwork work in the first time, especially with Captain America and Iron Man. But there was a great fight between Thor and uh Hulk <laughs> and Hulk was trying to yeah. lift, up, lift the the hammer, but he was not worthy. And then Black Widow, oh, that was a terrifying sequence when Black Widow was trying to calm Bruce, but then Bruce oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, as I said, that's when I ran out of the cinema when I was a kid, just like oh, no. genuine, <laughs> Yeah, I remember literally like my dad was was with me and I literally turned to him and I was like, I, I, I'm th- this is scary. I need to go and uh, will you come with me? And he's like, No, I will not. And I was like, Okay. And then I ran out. But, like, yeah, I think that's <laughs> such a hey, cool sequence. I was going to run
1: out. Can you follow me? No, this is my
0: film. <laughs> yeah, this, this, is is, my- this is cinema. I it don't really is. It. You don't understand cinema. It really is. Like, Especially having all the Avengers, like, fight. They're having this huge argument about their methods and the way that S.H.I.E.L.D. is lying to them and the way that it all comes crashing down. Like, Tony and Steve have this whole thing where they're like, come on, put on the suit. Put on the suit, let's go a few rounds. You know, like, I like, you know, you're just a lab experiment. And yet, then straight away, they have to, like, they're forced to do that. And they're like, put on the suit. Like, yeah, like, we've actually got to do this. And I think it, it, it's really cool. Oh, the bit when he falls out that, stark tower and just uh, <laughs> just get the suit uh, <laughs> oh so good that probably <laughs> that's probably my favorite iron man suit up i love the suitcase the mark five but i think the mark seven or is it eight seven to me marks way I, so I, I think i said, i think i said eight before but i think it's seven the mark seven it doesn't matter it matters anything. to me john oh my god listen the suits <laughs> yeah okay just- Okay. Well, okay. Right, okay. So, Mark One is the one that he makes in the cave. Mark Two is the silver one. Okay. Mark Three is the uh-huh. one like the one from Iron Man that Iron Man was. Right, I'm, get you I'm get you
1: Mark, uh, Mark Four marks.
0: is the one from the beginning of Iron Man Two. Mark Five is the suitcase. Mark Six is the one with the triangle, and Mark Seven is the one from Endgame. Okay, I've done it. I did it. Do, do I get? Okay. Oh, oh, do I thought you were gonna get Mark I, Seventy-Eight. I don't. Um, I don't. Isn't ha- I think I think he's got like 50 of
1: them in total.
0: Mark Forty-Two is the one from Iron Man Three. Oh, yeah, as I said, I like the end.
1: Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Iron Man 3. Mark 8 to Mark 42. Correct. In Iron Man 3.
0: Well, don't you remember the end of Iron Man 3 when all the Iron Man suits come out? Those are like Uh, all the ones Uh, that I've seen in 1941. Jeez. Uh, Okay. I I think that 42 is Iron Man 3. And then you see 43, 44, and 45. One of those is. The Hulkbuster in Age of Age of Ultron. And then in Civil War, you've got the 46. And the 47, I think, is in Homecoming. And then I want to say that the 48 is, like, the nanotech one from Infinity War. And oh, then maybe the 49 they... is the one from Endgame. Bleed,
1: bleed, bleeding? Bleed... Ooh, I don't ble- know. Ble- bleeding, ed- ed-
0: bleeding Edge armor is the one from the comics. Yeah, Bleeding
1: Edge,
0: yeah. Yeah. Iron Man's so cool. <laughs> like, I have my problems with Iron Man, but he's, his suits are cool. His suits are yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, especially, you know, oh, Infinity War, that was so cool. Like, it was definitely from the comics, with Invincible Iron Man, uh, the one I have at home, and it was so cool with the bleeding edge technology nanotech yeah yeah, yeah. no
0: I, I i agree i think that's so cool. Cu- i love it at the end of infinity war again we'll talk about the other avengers films someday it's not going to happen soon because we've got dr strange and stuff coming but we'll do it one day but at the end when he's fighting thanos and thanos keeps on smashing all the nanotech off so he has to like reconfigure the nanotech from his arm like to his helmet and it's so cool all the things that they do in that film. Really, really creative stuff. But um, I actually want to talk about the the outfits in this film, particularly Captain America's suit, which a lot of people don't like. Uh, what are your thoughts on it?
1: Well, it's funny, in the first one, that he keeps like the suit, the original suit from yes. First Avenger. I said that was a cool touch, you know, like what he was going to do with the suit and trying to use it to save New York. And then the second one, it was a lot more darker too styled because you know the, no, the, he,
0: the, the one from avengers isn't the same one as first of as, as first avenger oh the one from first uh, Ed, uh. it, it's colson redesigned it oh sorry okay. yeah i got the wrong answer i got the wrong end of stick there i i mean surprise surprise i love it i think it's so cool i love i love how blue it is especially when the helmet's off i think he looks really cool he's just ah oh, just what a film what a film john just what a what, what an experience what I have had. What, a, what an experience. Um, what are you going to give it out of 10? Nine out of 10. I agree. Big nine. Absolute. Just yeah. well done. Round of applause you, you for Avengers, you. everyone.
1: Yeah. Woo! Another great superhero film that we talked about. The Batman. Yeah.
0: Oh my God, that was a month ago. Yeah, it was two months ago. You know what a month ago was, John? It's the best superhero film ever. <laughs> Obvious. It's Morbius. Yeah, wow. watch our Morbius video if you haven't already. because It's a movie! It's yeah. definitely a movie. But yes, thank you everyone for listening. Definitely. If you enjoyed Bye. leave it a, give a thumbs up and subscribe if you want to see more, because we're going to be doing so much Marvel in the coming weeks. Next week, you've got Moon Knight. Week after that, we've got Doctor Strange. Week after that, we've got Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. The week after that, we've got Thor, and then we're going to be doing all four Thor films gonna be great! Oh my god! Um, so oh yeah, yeah subscribe awesome. if you want to see it's that. And we have done July, right? The new one. Yeah, the new one's in July. But yeah, you and you can subscribe. We've done loads more Marvel stuff. We've done every single Spider-Man film. We did Black Widow. We did Shang-Chi. We did Eternals. Oh, Probably Black more Widow. as well. Falcon and Soldier, Loki, Uh, Uh, One uh, wandavision Hawkeye. We've done loads of stuff. So, yeah, if you like Marvel because who doesn't, then get in on that. And if you have any questions for us, or you just tell us your thoughts on Avengers or anything that we have spoken about, you can give us an email at at gmail.com and we will answer it on the podcast right here. And you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at pod. Yes. yes. Uh,
1: thank you for listening. Uh, be safe, be good. We enjoyed Ooh. talking about Avengers. Tom, you, you did as much, I tried to fit in as much, as possible, but you said but I'm I that. sorry.
0: That's I have fine. so many. I have That's so fine. many things one to day, say. One um, day, one day, I'll it. talk
1: about one film that will be passionate as uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, just like oh my god, the cinematography, the sound. I think that'll be. Oh no, I think that was me with your name. Yeah, yeah. I think I talked about that for a long time. Yeah. I did again. I watched it for you. But thank you for listening. Take what you're given. Give nothing back. Goodbye. Goodbye.